I'm tired of shit. It's been a week already. I'm tired, man. Yeah. yeah. Just got back from LA. Had a long day of work yesterday. Nice. I was very excited to have this conversation, though. Okay. Very, yeah. Because no, I feel like this is like my therapy. All right. It, it you know, you get to put me in place and tell me what I get to do wrong I'm and what I'm not doing wrong or what I'm doing right, place. whatever. You know, I just share my thoughts about things that you ask me. <laughs> and sometimes it's good <laughs> advice. I wouldn't take any of it with a grain of salt because, you know, it's just my thoughts. I'm clearly fucked up. So uh, getting advice from me. You seem is, to be the more mature one out of both I mean, of us I'd, lately. I'd like to you know? think I have so. a level head about certain things, but, you know, like, yeah, to each their own. I'm just, yeah. You know. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. I'm happy. I'm very happy. Very How are you doing today? You good? I'm fantastic, man. I'm fantastic. We're uh, getting close to the weekend. I'm going to head home to the Bay Area. Looking forward to, to seeing the fam and, uh, you know, just spending some time and, and uh, you know, being around them. And then I'll be back and uh, get ready for the next weekend, which is, you know, mm-hmm. Le- Labor Day weekend? Memorial Day? Uh, Labor Day I, weekend. I'm confused. Labor Day weekend, September Memorial in uh, May. So yeah. That's always crazy here in Vegas because it's like the last, like, hurrah for everybody before like the change of seasons like here yeah at least halloween in vegas halloween's crazy crazy i remember coming here a couple times for halloween halloween is crazy the thursday of thanksgiving that's nuts um be here for that i'm gonna be out of town uh well yeah you know you go back home all the time you know Mm -hmm. i'm not knocking it i'm gonna be in mexico actually mexico city Wow, really? The Niners play the oh, that the is right. that week, the week of Thanksgiving. That's right. Yeah, man. You're going to the game like in two weeks, though, I'm right? Go to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to the opening week, week one in Chicago. So, like I said, all my Niner fans, if you catch me out there, first drinks is on E Rock. I got the corporate card. <laughs> So, uh, the yeah. hot box, <laughs> yeah, you you got the hot box prepaid. We're ready. Um, you know, Amex uh, card that you can the, buy. Uh, nah, what was the the rush card? The rush. <laughs> I got a rush card. Loaded up. I'm putting fifty drinks. bucks on that. Yeah, <laughs> yo, have fun. Don't spend it in one place. I got you. I got you. See, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Football season is finally fucking here. Yeah. How do you How do you like uh, Trey Lance? I love him. I mean, so far, I mean, what's what's not to love? I mean, he's a he's has all of the ability in the world. He has a great system around him. He has mm-hmm. fantastic, um, you know, teammates to to support him to to elevate his game. He's he's in a perfect situation to succeed. Now, with that said, it's going to be ugly this year. It's not going to be yeah like you know he's Hall of Fame bound after year one. Like it's gonna be a up and down season. You're going to see. There's going to be some moments where you're like. You know, the 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 people are that are gonna be screaming on the talking heads will be screaming on Twitter, we should have kept Jimmy G and but then there's gonna be moments where you're like, damn, he does a lot of things that Jimmy G could only dream of doing. Well, some people are actually saying that He's going to make a run for the Super Bowl, that we're going to go all the way to the ship. I mean, anytime, and Trey Lance is going to take the league over by storm. That is what I'm seeing on social media. I, I mean, it's I wouldn't put it all to say Trey Lance is going to do this and this. Yes, granted, he plays the most important position in all of sports and you can't go anywhere without the success of your quarterback. But anytime you have a defense that is a special as what the 49ers have this year and you have a head coach who's as as much of a genius as Kyle Shanahan is and you know defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans who's done a fantastic job since uh Robert Sala left to New York there's there's an opportunity for the team to do well regardless of you know who the quarterback is obviously I mean the Niners with Jimmy G essentially were in the you know 
one game away from the Super Bowl and then in the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. you know, in two of the full three years that, you know, he was essentially a full-time starter. So, yeah, he has everything around him with the opportunity to succeed, but at the end of the day, he's still got to go out there and do it. But, again, I think Kyle Shanahan is a genius. He will scheme uh, and, and, and call plays that will put him – in a position to succeed with with um you know minimal opportunity to fuck shit up and you know he still will like i said he he's essentially a rookie he's gonna make mistakes there's gonna be games and moments where you're gonna be completely there's frustrated definitely a and trial and error process that right. we're gonna see but just you know? just believe in the long-term plan and you know i think everything's gonna work out but yeah i think that he has the ability and will be a fucking special special player i'm excited same man. I already I'm bought excited. my Trey Lance jersey, and I don't buy I don't buy quarterback. I jerseys. actually was <laughs> I, before I actually got here to the studio. I was actually looking into Bro, buying I, a Trey I, Lance jersey. I bought so. mine. I never ever ever buy Forty Nine er quarterback jerseys. Not since like Steve Young. I've never owned any any anybody's jersey. Never owned a Jeff Garcia jersey. Never owned a Tim Rattay or a fucking Colin Kaepernick. Even a Jimmy G. Like. The 49er quarterback position is just something that is just so it's sacred. It's sacred, exactly. It is it's just one of those things where, you know, you gotta earn the right. But I believe in the hype and I fucking said, fuck it. I'm I haven't bought a 49er quarterback jersey since I was a kid. I'm rocking with Trey Lance from day one. So I got my Trey Lance jersey. I'll be rocking it uh week like one that. in Chicago. So, you know, I'm gonna be out there representing. I like that. I like that. Um man, let, yo, let's let's get into some of these yeah, topics. Yeah, we got right some here. good stuff this week. Got I know some good last topics. week was uh, you know, a little bit on the different side, but uh, you know, I mean the news cycle was kind of yeah. negative and we were just like Geez. And oddly enough, it's to this day is our best performing episode. Oh my so. god. <laughs> we had nothing to talk about and like literally we yeah. get like what I want to say it's almost like a two thousand views yeah, right now. I mean on just on the YouTube, not even counting, you know, the Spotify and the iTunes and all the other places that it's people crazy. Are, are consuming the podcast. So I guess people are trying to say Kevin Erock, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like, just shut up. And you know. I think they were in love with the yeah. other Kev on the episode, right. which I is all Kevin the comments, Gates. I got kind of excited. I was like, Kevin, I was like, yeah, Kev, Kevin's Kevin. the goat. Kevin is this. I'm Give like, this man Kevin his flowers. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, like, man, they fuck with I'm me. I'm like, they knew it. Oh, I told you, Erock. <laughs> nah, but, nah. but yeah, that, that episode was great. And, you know, again, shout out to Kevin Gates for being just so open and, and talking about stuff that still has a, you know, somewhat of a stigma. And, you know, I think, again, mental health is something that's not going to go away. The more we talk about it, the more we can kind of break through and, mm -hmm. and everybody will be better for it. Oh, for sure. And, and you know, I want to say that uh, there were a lot of things that, that he mentioned on there that were very inspirational. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you're probably I mean, well, I, I don't think I can laugh at it now because, you know, Kevin Gates does a lot of yoga. And he sure. was like, yo, man, I, in the episode, he was like, hey, I thought yoga was for pussies. Nice. But nah, man, it's the tough. most mental clearing shit tough. that I do. And, you know, now I'm actually looking for a good yoga spot yeah. out here in uh in vegas so hey if you're you're watching this you're listening to this if you if you know of any spot that i need to go actually and get into yoga or whichever someone that could teach me the ropes or whatever yo let me know all right let us know it's at the hot box uh what is it the, the hot box underscore, underscore pod yes, yes. i don't know why i always get that wrong it's all good just shout out your own instagram that would have been easier <laughs> but sure fine <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Usher, he is in the headlines right now, and he's saying that he accepts the title of king of R&B. Now, R&B is a very... Uh broad it, term. It's, it's a very broad term, but then again, like, yeah, we've had some tense conversations mm -hmm. on R&B, and I feel like, you know, sometimes we see eye to eye on it, but how do you feel about this right here? Usher, king of R&B as of today. Are we, as of today? He says he's the last of his kind. 100%. 100%, okay. I agree. 
Okay. I agree un, undoubtedly. It is not even close. Usher is the king of R&B. Uh, I would have said that the man who shall remain nameless, who's in jail for a lot of things, mm. probably could have, uh, you know, had a claim for that throne. He could have stepped he his way. He could have stepped his name into, the, <laughs> into, into that. that. But, as, you know, he's no longer in the conversation. Usher has dominated his field um, for 30 fucking years. Uh, the guy can do no wrong. He has records that will play, you know, in the Smithsonian one day. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I don't know of anybody. Now, there, there's artists that I think are, you know, up there in terms of talent wise. Yeah. But in terms of consistency, longevity, uh, what that man has done, I don't think anybody's touching Usher. And he still has uh, strong knees. Have you seen him dance on stage at this Vegas show? I haven't, but I'm actually going next week. Wow. And I am going a little to date night or what? No, 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 no. It's a little another family trip. <laughs> some, some of the homies from the Bay are coming out. I, I'd just be putting you on blast that's, that's every fine. time. I mean, man. trust me, if I had a date, I'd let you know. But it's dry, <laughs> bro. It's dry. It is dry. Okay, so you agree that he is the king 100%, of R&B. 100%. Um, he's got hits after hits. I mean, yo, the guy has a show here in Las Vegas. And, uh, yo, it's it's amazing. Everyone that goes, they, they tell me, like, hey, yo, you yeah. have to see this show. It's crazy. crazy. He's out there on roller skates, rolling around. And, <laughs> and uh, I was actually talking to my homegirl, Sam. Um, she's from New York. She works for the label. And she, she went to the show a couple weeks ago. And she said, I think she said that the show is like two and a half hours, two two hours or two and a half hours or something like That's that. That's longer than Bruno. Bro, Bruno's show was like 80 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. But that's what I'm saying. Usher got that kind of catalog. Like if you go to an Usher it's show, insane. it's in, it's nuts. Uh, you know, like I said, again, for as long as he's done it and 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 what he's done, nobody's touching Usher. I, I give him the crown. He's, he's the king of R&B. All right, so that argument is not even existent. Usher is the king of R&B as of today. Yeah, as of right now, those living who are relative, Usher's the king. I like that. I like that. Go see the show out here in Vegas if you ever make your way out there, all right? Um, are you familiar with this whole entire uh, pay less price prank? Pay less price prank. Yeah, say that ten, yeah, ten right. times fast. Jesus huh? Christ, man. Pay less price prank. No, I have not. I have no, I have no idea what all right, that is. So there's this video circulating all over the internet right now, and it's fucking quite amazing. Um, basically, Payless. They, um, the shoe company? The shoe company. Payless Shoes. I used to rock with Payless. Tough. Yeah, so here's the eight. Hey, this is crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, they actually um, they built a store out. I want to say in Beverly Hills and they like, you know, created this really bougie brand and like they made this like, you know, whole entire fuss about like, yo, this is like such a high end store and this mm -hmm. and that invited a fuck ton of influencers. They had a whole bunch of people come in and spend like hundreds of dollars on Payless shoes, on Payless shoes. But they didn't tell them that these shoes were from Payless. I, that's genius. I mean, it's genius. Payless always made a, you know, name for themselves by designing shoes that were you know relevant to what was hot at the moment but at a fucking extremely discounted price i mean like mm -hmm. I, I didn't grow up you know privileged in the sneaker game like i said my first i didn't get into sneaker sneakers heavy until i was like early on in high school and i got a job at foot action in ceremony and then it was only then the first pair of jordans i ever got i bought myself mm -hmm. and then you know my affinity and love for sneakers just grew from there but my entire childhood i was not given any type of good sneakers all of my shoes came from payless and 
remember when shell toes were like super big this was probably 95 96 like you know they had that kind of resurgence yeah after the whole you know 80s well it's when people were break dancing and right cutting right their, but uh, all the, the adidas shit kind of came back in that you know that early fat 90s. laces right the fat, exactly shit, yeah. adidas is with the fat laces um and superstars were like the shit and i couldn't even those weren't even jordan prices but those were still you know more than my family was able to 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 spend money on so i went to payless and we got this the the fake bootleg adidas superstars and they had four four stripes stripes. they have four stripes instead of three and i had a cousin my cousin brian who was a little bit older than me that had like a little exacto razor blade knife Mm -hmm. and we would take our shoes and cut one of the stripes off so that we could the only thing that was fucked up is that the stripes were thinner <laughs> they weren't as wide <laughs> they were not as wide so when as you took Adidas off that one. fourth stripe it was a big gap it, it, right there it was Pause, it was three way. stripes but they just weren't Adidas stripes but yeah man like weren't centered that's you, for sure. you're never gonna hear anybody you're never gonna hear me say anything bad about payless man they were they were uh they were doing some cool shit back then so i could totally see how people would fall for it because they you know, a lot of their stuff outside of sneakers, mm-hmm. their heels, like women's shoes, women's yeah, shoes, pumps, yeah. you know, stilettos, all that shit. You would never know the difference. And that's honestly, you know, like, let's be honest. Like, we're talking, you know, you talk about designer stuff and all that. They're made in the same factories. They're made with the same material. Now, granted, yeah. there's something might be some, you know, level of, uh, you know, the material being a better quality or whatever. At the end of the day, they're still making these shoes for this fucking pennies on the dollar. We're Bro. just the idiots that consume the shit. People were buying these pairs of shoes for over $400 to $600. That's crazy. And bragging about it yeah. while they were being interviewed. Like, hey, are you happy with this pair of shoes? Like, And why did you make your way out here all the way out here to Beverly Hills to get this? They're like, oh, I would pay like six, seven hundred for these, but I'm getting them for 400 Hype beast culture oh my that's god it is man they fell for it wow all. that's that's hilarious that's great marketing for for payless if they're Huge. considering like i don't know if they're even still in business or they're maybe this was like a a marketing campaign to see if you know or, or a pilot to test if they you know had a viable market uh but it's fucking genius it's it's it's, it's the most genius shit genius. i've seen man if you have not seen that uh that video on instagram i'm probably gonna post it in our story on the hotbox underscore pod on our instagram uh, right after this episode all right check it out yeah um yeah we always talk about like you know how las vegas needs a baseball team how the oakland a's were gonna come here we had bonta on here uh, i'm sorry bonte Ta- um bonte hill yeah he was on here not too long ago and we talked about like you know if the a's were to ever make it to you know to vegas and whatnot but there's a rumor right now that there is another team that might make their way to the desert. Mm. And that is after the Los Angeles Angels. I always call them the Anaheim or California they, Angels. Yeah, I mean, angels. come on, let's just be honest, man. I know we have a lot of people that watch this uh this pod, like, you know, from Los Angeles. Let's be real, dude. LA is a Dodger town, man. Like, they need to leave anyways. The no Dodgers, matter what yeah, they do. No, not the Dodgers. I'm saying the Angels. The Angels, no. like, I mean, they're not even second fiddle. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, yo, they're, they're not no even fiddle. existing. No, nah, they're not. But, you know, the uh, the Angels, I mean, first of all, fuck the Angels. Let's be honest, because <laughs> Rally Monkeys, 2000, mm-hmm. Russell Ortiz, Dusty Baker, ugh, stripped my man, Barry Bonds, the greatest baseball player of all time forever for, you know, winning his only opportunity to uh, to get a World Series ring. So... For, I will forever hate the Angels, regardless. Um, I cried when that moment happened. Yeah, that was by fucking the way. horrible. It was literally horrible. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> but yeah, fuck the Angels and the Rally Monkeys. But no, I mean, yeah, the the owner yeah. I think is uh, is is starting to 
put feelers out there or starting to talk about that he potentially might sell the team, mm-hmm. uh, that they would be the next you know sports franchise to go up to go up for sale. The Denver Broncos just sold, um, and now apparently the LA Angels are going to be up for sale. They're valuing that it could be anywhere between four and five billion dollars. Um, which you know is that expensive for a baseball team or no? Yeah, I think it's a little bit on the higher end, but I think the only reason why you're paying a premium is because of the the L.A. name and the brand. It's like a bigger market. Yeah. If it was the L.A. or it was like the Oklahoma City Angels, probably not. I mean, um, but still, like, you know, like I said, like, it's a Dodger town. Like, you well, know, they don't, you walk they don't anywhere play in, in L.A. L.A. Yeah. They, 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 they call themselves the L.A. Angels, but they still play in Orange County. It's bullshit. They still play in Anaheim. They're yeah. still right next to Disneyland. Um, it's but bullshit. It is. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, cool. If they want to come to Vegas, I mean, you know, we'll take them. I mean, yeah. there's there's plenty of people out here that will support them. I will not. Um, <laughs> never, ever. I mean, you got to. I mean. You know, I'll look, go to a game because it'll be something cool to do. Mike Trout. Mike Shohei Otani. They're exciting players to watch, bro. Shohei will not be on the team next year. You don't think so? No, that's a fact. They they could have already extended him. They they almost traded him this this year at the deadline. He's not going to be on the team. Mike Trout's stuck there because he has a ridiculous contract and unfortunate because the guy is one of the most gifted and talented baseball players probably ever. But oh, they've just, wasted so much of his career. Well, though. he's wasted his own career. He you just know? can't. He can't stay healthy. Unfortunately, he's always dealing with injuries, and you know the best ability is availability. So unfortunately, he guy <laughs> just can't stay healthy and stay on the field and and play 130, 140 games a season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really you know kind of put a damper on what his potential could could be. Uh, and Otani, he's fucking great. He's not going to be there, though. He'll probably be a Yankee or a fucking Dodger. Point I think he's probably going to be a Yankee, that's for sure. Yankees and Dodgers. It's, I Yankees mean, they're, they're going to be in on everybody. So, yeah, I mean, that's the rumor, apparently, that, you know, they are eyeing Las Vegas as a target city. But mm. here's another thing. It gets better. Um, actually, I, I'm hearing that even Joe Lacob, Warriors owner Joe Lacob, is actually looking at potentially maybe even entertaining the deal because, you know, he's always wanted a baseball team. Yeah, Mark Cuban too. Mark Cuban tried to buy the Chicago Cubs uh, years ago and the MLB was like, nope, we're not having it. I wonder if that's a conversation that's going to get pretty far though. If 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 Joe, let me put it this way. If Joe Lacob is serious and he really wants to buy the team, he will get the team. You think so? Why not? He's got the money to do it. I mean, he had the money when he wanted to buy the A's, and they but the they, A's aren't for sale. Well, no, but he made a, he made a standing offer. Yeah, but they're 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 that's just a whole another conversation. The A's yeah. are just they're they're a fucking shit show. They're a mess. Uh, but if he wants the Angels and he's serious about it, he'll get them because he got deep pockets and now he has a track record of demonstrating that he could take a team who historically has just been atrocious and built them into the most important dynasty in all of the NBA. Um, So that would be crazy. Uh, It would be weird. It would be weird. Well, (laughs) you know, the other Barry team. Well, the other owner of the, of the Warriors, Peter Gruber, he's an LA guy. Yep. That is true. I mean, they already kind of have ties to LA through that. It would be it would be tough because I have no doubt in my mind that Joe Lacob would turn that team around in a blink of an eye, and they would instantly be a contender. Luckily, they're not in the National League; they they play in the American League, so it wouldn't be anything to us. A's fans will have to deal with it, um, but 
however many Ace fans are left, the 2,200 that are still showing up to baseball games. But um, maybe even less. In other baseball news, they just announced the uh, schedules for next season. And the San Francisco Giants are opening their season in New York at Yankee Stadium next Holy year. shit. So really? that could be dope. My boy already hit me. was like, we got wow. to go to the Giants-Yankees next year. And I'm like, let's pump the brakes. I'm like, the Giants are dog shit. <laughs> they have been playing like dog shit all year. They've done really nothing to improve this roster. So before I commit to going to New York and watching them play, they got to make some let's see considerable what they do in the moves. Yeah. Let's see in what the they do in Austin, season. which could be interesting because, um, you know, the whole rumor is that, you know, they didn't sign Aaron Judge uh, because, you know, the Yankees and him couldn't come together basically on a contract term. So there's potential that him and and or Giancarlo Stanton could become available this offseason. Is that the Giants' master plan? Is that what they've been kind of pinching pennies for the last couple of years to get some of these shitty contracts that they have off the books like Brandon Bell and Brandon Crawford and uh, Evan Longoria? Once those contracts come off the book, they got a shit ton of money. Is that the plan? They're going to you know go on a spending spree and try to get one of these big bats? We'll see. If that happens... I don't think that they're going to land Giancarlo Stanton. I don't think though. they're going to land anybody. Nobody wants to come play for I, the I Giants anymore. They're, they're, not a, they're not a destination like that. You have it's extremely cold. high taxes. Yeah. It's cold. The ballpark is not right-hander hitter friendly. Um, and there's nobody in... Like Bonte said when we had him on, you, you're going to come to the Giants and who's going to bat behind you? Who's going to protect you? The reason why Rich Aurelia, Jeff Kent, and Barry Bonds were so effective all those years they were together because they were three dominant hitters that were all hitting right you know, next to each other. Yeah. Barry Bonds had the protection of Rich Aurelia. Jeff Kent had the protection of Barry Bonds. Like That's what made that lineup so potent. The Giants have who right now? You know what I mean? It's embarrassing. It is, and we don't need to talk about the Giants. We don't need it's to turn just going to depress me. It's yeah. going to piss me off We don't again. need to talk about it. We don't need to you know, do a whole sports podcast. We could do that all day, every day. But <laughs> that could be potentially exciting. Next year, the Giants opening up at Yankee Stadium. I'll probably be there. I know we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of ladies that listen to the podcast. Yeah, and, ladies uh, love sports, though. No, ladies love sports. Yeah. But I'll tell you what they do love about the San Francisco Giants. They love Gabe Kapler. Man, shout out they to my They love home. Yeah. Gabe shout Kapler. Shout out to my homegirl, Katia. I've got, I've got friends <laughs> that are just like, yo, you could get Giants it. are dog shit, yeah. but hey, what's yeah. good with the manager? Yeah. Do you know him? I'm like, I don't know him. Yeah, man. I don't. That's you know? a, that is definitely a thing, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, sure, whatever. <laughs> It's cool. Cool. Good for the ladies. Good for the ladies to have something to cheer about. Yeah, ladies not, got something to cheer there's about. There's not much that the Giants have given us this year to, to be excited about. That's for sure. Um, yo, another news right here. Nick Cannon reveals that Brittany Bell is pregnant with their third baby. That's going to be his 10th child. Yep. He's, he's doing the Lord's work, he he's says. On to, he's on to his... Uh, Procreating like no tomorrow. Now. He's ran out of fingers to count. But. Ten kids. You know, I saw him, and uh, shout out to our uh, our friend, Chuck. Charles we know him as Kelly. Like Charles Kelly. Chuck. Yeah, CKDDSF. Uh, yeah, from Dundee. You know what I mean? I saw them over the weekend. Got a... Mm -hmm. Got some, you know, some good FaceTime, but I was like, damn, man. I was like, I looked at Nick. I was like, how are you awake with all these kids right now? You got to be tired, my man. He's uh, he's active. He's I, like, I do what I do. He, I do what I do. I will say, <laughs> I mean, I know people that, you know, um, you know, are around him and whatnot. And everybody says, like, he's a very present father. Like, he doesn't miss anything. So, like, his schedule must be crazy. But, it's like, crazy. yeah, he's very involved in all of his children's lives. He obviously has the means to support, mm -hmm. you know, these children and, and the mothers of these children. So, 
hey man god bless him what's the difference between nine and ten what's who cares he could go 10 11 12 13. it doesn't matter at this point he got so many of them i mean you know once it's like after three it's like all right fuck man you know i, mean, I gotta figure this i shit can't out. even get one knock on wood it's it's crazy it's crazy you rock over here just i'm just saying man <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Like, yo, my man's got ten kids. Hey, God I'm bless like, him. God bless him. Man. Ten kids, and he's present. You know yeah, what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's that's dope. He's there for all the maternity shoots. He's there for all of the. Uh, he's there for all first of day he of school. Yeah, good for him, man. That's dope. He, uh, have you had any uh, any uh, thoughts? Like, you know, when you would probably have like you know your first child or anything? It's in God's hands, man. That's why it's in God's hands. Hundred percent. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, this is the way I look at it. Uh, You know, obviously, in my younger years, I've dodged a couple sketchy situations. Mm -hmm. Um, We all do, I think. Right, but you know, I'm I'm 40 years old now, and I'm not gonna have a kid just for the sake of having a kid. Do I want children? Absolutely. But I feel like, you know, whenever it's meant to be, it will happen. I'm not going to just have a kid just to have a kid. Like, I want to be a, I want to have a family. I don't want to have just a a child and, and, you know, my child's mother. Like, that's that's not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, think about it all the time, man. And I think a lot about it because of the fact that, like, you know, my father passed away right. in uh, 2011. God yeah. rest his soul. Yeah. Um, and my mom is just on me about it. Yeah. On me. Like, yo, are you going to continue your father's bloodline. And then when they put it out like that, it becomes a lot of pressure, way more pressure yeah. than just like, hey, it'd be nice to have a child. Like, no, this is like literally like- Your lineage you, is on the line. Your li- yeah, uh, your dad's legacy yeah. is on the line. So I think about it a lot, especially as of lately. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm in my 40s now and, you know, I mean, the music will stop and the party will definitely end at some yes, point, will. you know, so- you know, I'm, somebody got to take care of your ass when you're old, man. Remember I know, that? man. These puppies, bro. Yeah, they're not going to be there to uh, take care they're of you. Not gonna, go this, so. they're, yeah, they're, they're not going to help me get the groceries out the door. They are not. That you know is, what I mean? Uh, or out the car. I'm sorry. You know, they're not going to definitely. Uh, that's a temporary fix right there. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot. We'll see if the if anything transpires, though. Because, yo, hey, it man, is a lot of work. When it's meant to be, it will happen, man. That's the yeah. way I look at Have it. Have you man. ever been put in a situation where your significant other, when you had one, um, and that's not a jab, by the way. Um, <laughs> not none taken. Not, not many significant others to choose from. So, but has anyone ever put you in a position to where it's like, "Yo, we gotta have a kid." We Absolutely gotta, we, not. We gotta have one. Time's Absolutely ticking. Not. This night, nope. never, never, really, never. Wow, never. I think the the few relationships that I've been in, we were all on the same page that we weren't ready for kids. I mean, granted, it's been a very long time since I've been in relationships. So this was when, you know, I and the the ladies that I were in relationships with were a lot younger. So we weren't ready to have kids anyway. Mm, uh, yeah. And honestly, my entire life, I've always been very undecided on kids, even at some points in my life where I said I didn't want kids. It's only been recently, like within the last few years of my life kind of changing and mean being able to be more, um, you know, successful in, in things and, and be able to kind of check off the boxes of adulting that I've been like, okay, now I feel like I'm in a good place where I could not only have kids, but I could be present. I could support them and give them the life that I want to give them. You know what I mean? I, I think that was the big thing for me. Yeah. Why I held off for so long. Yeah. Is like, you know, like I wanted to reach my potential. Right. For sure. I wanted to to be the best version of myself or at least close to something yeah. like that to be able to give these kids or kid you know the best life possible 100%. You know? so that's, i mean that, i mean that's a big thing especially yeah. for a man you know like you want to you want to make sure that you're able to do what you need to do i think everybody can and can do what he needs right. to do i think everybody's 
you know, parental goals in life are to provide for their children and provide them a life that was better than the life they had, regardless of whatever that life was, whether you grew up poor, whether you grew up, you know, middle class or, or wealthy, you know, you, you want to provide that, you know, that up level up for your children. And, you know, like I said, up until, you know, the last, you know, five, six, seven years, I'd never felt like I was, you know, ready to do it. Uh, and granted, people have kids all the time that they're not ready for, and you, for you sure. adapt and you make shit happen. But, um, you know, like I said, it's been this long. I've been responsible enough to not have any accidents or or anything like that. So I don't plan on doing it. If I can if I can have a child in, in, in the right situation with the right person, I would love it and I would welcome it. And for those that don't know, I have a radio show that airs on Real 92.3 in Los Angeles uh, every Saturday night, 10 to 12. But um, You got the F Vegas show too, man. Yeah, I got the Vegas show that. here on Real 103.9. But I mean, we're on the radio like 24-7 out here. International. So that's, you know, that, 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 that's a blessing, by yes, the way. I love yes, the fact. It, it never gets old, man. When I'm in the car and I hear like, you know, those sweepers, it's like. You mean every five minutes when you hear the fucking every sweeper? Every five <laughs> minutes. I love it. But yeah, you know, I mean, I've got a lot of traction on this one question. But actually, you know. It just hit me that you have a question this week, right? Yeah. That, so my uh, my coworkers and I, every week we have like a team meeting online and my boss always asks like a question of the week. Sometimes he'll throw it out there and say, hey, it's your turn to ask a question or whatever. So I was tasked with coming up a question, with coming up, coming, fucking making up a question. <laughs> Uh, I can't put that sentence together. I was tasked with coming up uh, for a question that I needed to ask the team. And my question was... Oh, uh, here we go. Drum roll. No, nah, it's nothing bad. But okay. it's, it's, it, there's no right or wrong answer, but it'll just make you think. Would you rather travel to your past and meet your ancestors or travel to the future and meet your descendants? God damn, Kev. Mm -hmm. It's a thinker. Like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. But like, again, would how you, did you answer this? Would you rather go to the past and you can go back two, three, four, five generations, whatever you want mm -hmm. and meet your ancestors and see where you came from? Or would you rather travel to the future two, three, four, five generations and see, That's a tough one. you know, what your offspring kind of created? And you answer and then I'll tell you how I answered. I would probably travel to the future. Okay. I would, yeah, I would definitely travel to the future, and I want to see, see like all the know, dogs, <laughs> all the dogs, <laughs> all their puppies, and whatnot. Nah, they're they're all neutered; they can't even have kids. But um, nah, like you know, I mean, obviously, since we were talking about like you know procreating and yeah. stuff like that, like you know, if I were to have a child in the next like year or two, like yo, I would like to see like you know Your where grandkids, yeah, my great grand grandkids. I mean, hey, look, I'm trying to take care of myself to where I can physically be there for right. that. You know what right, I mean? Right, but right. I think that would be more interesting than seeing my ancestors just because of the fact I feel like, I don't know, I th you know, my, 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 my parents and my grandparents have done a good job yeah. in, in, you know, making sure that I knew about where I came from. Like I know like all my great, great grandparents' names and all that stuff, how they passed away, their stories, how they came to, you know, the, um, how they met like, you know, their significant others and how I came here today. So I, they've done a great job and I feel like that's been like drilled in my head that's dope. for a long time. So I, I can tell you everything, like literally drop of a dime like that. Hmm. So definitely, I would definitely for sure that's tight. travel to the future. And to see, see your descendants, my descendants. Like I said, there's no, there's no right or wrong. My lineage, answer. yeah, your my lineage. legacy. There's no, there's see no right or wrong answer. I answered the opposite way. 
I said that I would rather go back to the past and meet my ancestors because I think a part of self-discovery and and knowing about myself, yeah, I could learn a lot about myself from seeing where my family came from and, and meeting, you know, my great great grandfather, even my great grandfather. I never met. I never met any of my great grandparents. I've, I've only you know, had my, my grandparents. So I think even meeting them and, you know, going back to, you know, 1850 in Italy and kind of seeing like, I just think it would be dope, like to just see the kind of the history of it and how their lives were and all that. Uh, and I think from that, I would learn more about just my family overall and have a better understanding of why I am the way I am with certain things. And, you know, maybe there's something that I recognize like, oh, shit, that's where I got that from. Like, that's you know where I, mean? I got my sarcasm right. from. Right, or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's where my sense of humor came from. Or like, you know, like, oh, I have my great, great, great grandmother's eyes or, you know, just something like that. I think, yeah. I think it would be cool. Either, like, again, there's no right or no wrong, wrong answer. Yeah, no wrong or right But for answer. me, as a history person who loves history and all that, I think it would just be really cool to go like even out, taking the family stuff outside of it if someone said you could travel 200 years in the past or 200 years in the future i'd go 200 years in the past that's just because i think it would be kind of cooler to to kind of experience and plus you also have an idea of what life was like back then for sure you hit a button in two hundred years in the future and who knows you could be floating around in a bubble somewhere and you know like just it's kind of fire though if you think i mean about you know that. what i'm saying you just never know but um but yeah people out there will ask you the same question if you want to comment interact with us let us know your thoughts if you could have the option to either go in the past and meet your ancestors or go to the future and meet your descendants which would you choose so let us know comment uh below in the youtube page you can uh message myself dj erock on instagram mm -hmm. at box kev at dj erock at the hot box underscore pod um hit us up on twitter but would love to know what your guys' thoughts and, and your reasoning on why you would decide one way or the other i like that that was a great question yeah man i, I that was my, a great question honestly it was it's hella funny because whenever we do these team calls it'll be not to say that their questions are stupid but they're very elementary sometimes like a coworker will go on there and be like does pineapple belong on pizza and i'm like oh fuck i mean here it comes <laughs> thanks for the brain buster you know what i mean but like you know i put i put some thought into it and i'm like look this is a question that i think you know would really take some thought and like again you can feel one way one day and the next day you'd be like you know what it'd be it'd be cool the other way but um again like you know share your thoughts let us know what you think absolutely um yeah there's a 49er game in like an hour so i think we need to get out of here uh yes we do and then you did tell me like hey man <laughs> i need to get out of here. as long as we do this episode and it's, it's gotta be 30 40 minutes and i'm good it's not even fucking on tv because it's not no nah, the first two preseason games were on tv out here locally but this one i think is an amazon uh prime exclusive so you have to watch it on amazon you got to stream amazon amazon amazon's amazon. hot actually I have amazon we'll save this topic for another time but <laughs> Fuck Amazon. <laughs> I got a fucking personal pickle and a beef with that. Pause. Uh, no, no pause. <laughs> Fuck them. I got a beef with Amazon. But if anybody out there works for Amazon, please hit me up because I need your help with something. I used to work for Amazon. Yeah, well, you couldn't have helped me with this situation. <laughs> I used to work for Amazon. I got laid off, though. Yeah. Hey, it's so good. Right. Uh, yeah, man. Niners, uh, <laughs> Niners kicking off against the Houston Texans in the preseason finale. Trey Lance will play. How much? 
We'll find out. Half the game. That's where they, that's where he's saying. Nah, they said less than that. No, less than that. It's the, up, the utmost updated stuff is he'll. I probably, think he's doing that so people can't get a read on it. It doesn't right? matter. It's preseason. There's no. Nah, read. They're not. True. They're not running anything that's going to be used in the real season. It's fucking very, very scripted and safe. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, I think we are out of here, and uh, we do this every single week whenever we can get to it because you know obviously Kev's got a busy schedule. I've got a busy schedule. Sometimes I'm hungover. Sometimes I'm. Uh, Sometimes E-Rock wakes up in the middle of the night and decides to post an episode at fucking 1.30 in the morning for no person, no reason. And it's our most yeah. viewed episode no ever. No reason. Just, ever. You know. It's like at 2,000 views right yeah. now. It's crazy. Yeah, so. so, yeah, you know, and, and also, like, hey, you know, we talked about mental health. Please, like, you know, if you got some time, go back an episode and go watch the Kevin Gates episode. He really, really, you know, put us on some really good game on just like, you know, I mean, he shared his struggles, his journey, you know, basically everything that he had been through and everything that he had to do, all the work he had to do to kind of get to like, you know, a strong mental state today, man. I loved that conversation. He even called me out too. So uh, yeah, with that being said, um, please follow, subscribe, the whole entire nine, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Apple Music, wherever you consume podcasts, trust me, we are there. And follow us on Instagram. It's at the hotbox underscore pod. I got that right. Yes. I got did. it right. Yes, you did. Let's go. Um, all right, cool. See y'all next week. See you next week. Pound, pound. Peace.